Sydney's number one podcast, West Underground. Welcome to another episode of West Underground. Today we have none other than Billy Darcy, the man himself. He's here on the couch. He's joining us in person. Mrs. Darcy's baby boy. Yep, that's my new moniker. Yeah. Rebrand is on Mrs. Darcy's baby boy. I can see it on posters, man, everywhere. We've all got sunglasses on because I think there's a few hangovers in here today. We're hungover, you're hungover. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Traditionally, a day of rest for me. Yeah. yeah. But Sorry. I've come out to Condell Park to record. Is that how you say it? Condell Park, yeah. Condell? Is, yeah. is that how you say it? Let's just say Bankstown. Bankstown. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm out, I'm out in the southwest working yeah. on the Lord's Day, hungover for you boys. Thank you. We Thank appreciate you. it. Your, your commitment to, uh, to, the, to the Sabbath is unmatched. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, uh, so we, we, we tried to get Billy in last week and then his car had a bit of a mishap. Well, it just ran girl. out of registration. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went on holiday and then when I came back, um, it turned out my car was actually unregistered for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. It's a joke. You can't yeah. get them. Yeah, dead set. But uh, yeah, it's it's quite stressful, my car, because it's like 20 years old. Yeah. It's like, I had to like spray paint over the rust and stuff. and But I've got like a dodgy guy who just passes it. Yeah, the good those people aren't there. You give them money. Yeah. All he did was check the lights. Like they don't even turn the car on. <laughs> it's fucking unreal. He was like he was like laughing when Do you I want to give him a plug? Could you write his name and number down? Because I think our our uh, our editor he, he needs to get his his car registered. His they won't they won't shit. pass it for him. Why oh, did dude. why didn't you get a new car for your birthday? So QR editor's just turned twenty one and he looks forty, but he's just turned twenty one. You should ask for a car. So a little backstory here. He's got a, like a 2000s Astra that he loves, right? And they won't register it anymore for him. They said like, no, this is a like a shit box. This is death. This is a death trap. You love it or you, you get on with it. He told me if he became a millionaire, all he wants to spend his money on is putting monster truck wheels on it. That's a Holden Astra. <laughs> yep. That's that's the sort of thing a seven-year-old would say. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it a monster truck. Yeah, I love it when people don't update their dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, do you have like, you put it in your diary, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, Like yeah, you're yeah. manifesting things and you think, I could change it, but it's already written down. Yeah, exactly. So let's leave that there. It's like, uh, I've got a mate who's a PE teacher. He's like, mate, I just play sport all day. It's so sick. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we used to do that when we were 12. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then we became adults, mate. What Stop did kicking you, a footy with seven-year-olds. What, what was weird. your dream when you were a kid? Did you like want to be a fireman or any? My dream was to play cricket for Australia. Yeah. Really? That was my dream, yeah. And I like, I like frothed on cricket so hard. Yeah. That was like my number one dream. So comedy is like, um, like it's a plan way B. down there. It's like a plan B dream. <laughs> yeah. Like it'd be nice, but. Yeah, you know, I've already I'm already down one dream. So, but like backstory here for filling like a bit of knowledge, yeah. you actually were like quite 
good at cricket? Like you went and played for like, you know, overseas and stuff. Yeah, I was good enough, but like, but also not good enough. What held you back? Um, talent. <laughs> or, or lack or thereof. Or of lack of yeah. There. No, but like I was pretty good at cricket, but then you get to like 18 and then like I just stopped getting better. Mm. And then people just become like absolute guns. Yeah. Like I remember I was playing uh, grade cricket with this guy, uh, Jack Edwards, who plays for the Sydney Sixers now. Yeah. And I remember we we both got like 50-odd each and I was like 17 and he was 13. And I remember thinking he was better than me. Yeah. And he was only 13. Like that, and th- like that's how good these guys are. 13? Yeah, he's just such a weapon, dude. I remember thinking, fuck, this kid's a wep. Like I'm not even better than him and he's fucking 13. Yeah, but I mean that's hard to take, you know. Tough pill to swallow. It how'd really get, is. How'd you get into cricket as a kid? Because, like, I, I grew up in New South Wales, man. It's fucking hot in the summer. Like, and then you're going out there, you're playing the like, whole, whole, whole your Sundays, six, like, you know, your, your, your weekends, your weekends gone. Yeah, well, all, like, as a kid, all summers, I would play all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know, like, as, we just, like, loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just get obsessed with stuff when you're a kid. Yeah. No, I but now, do. like, obviously looking back, you're thinking, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, when I was, like, 11, 12, 13, yeah. I'm not missing out on, like, fucking Huey's 21st or anything. No. Yeah. You know, the lads aren't going to Bali. We're fucking 13. Yeah. yeah. You, you just, know? You're, you're like, we, there's, not, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah. I'd just be, like, playing Ratchet and Clank if I wasn't playing cricket. So yeah. <laughs> may as well get out to Bankstown in 42-degree yeah. weather. Get, get, out, after get, get out there in your whites. Yeah, yeah, long pants. Good call. <laughs> 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 it's such. That. It's so funny. It's where like people talk about cricket because I just don't get it. Like you're over here. Everyone seems to play cricket in in the UK. It's you know, the people with a bit of money play cricket. Yeah, it's a bit more posh in, yeah. in the UK. I played. A I think it's because of the white clothes. To be honest. Yeah. yeah. Who's got the time? I yeah, de- I definitely get cricket though if you live in like England because it'd be cold. But and I like because I grew up in Dubbo Billy. Like it was fucking. If you played cricket, you were there out there trying to fucking swat the flies. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. You versus I, the flies. That I've got beautiful Irish skin as well. I actually don't do that well in the sun. Yeah. No. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, literally. You're kidding. Yeah, I, I know. So would you like? Would you white up? You know, with oh, the sun cream. I'd, You'd be full, I, yeah, I'd full sun cream. cream and then zinc over the top. Nice, the whole nice, deal. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but yeah, that didn't work out. That was my original dream. My actual dream when I was six was to play soccer and cricket for Australia at the same time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huey's laughing. Shut the fuck up, Huey. It's called reaching for the moon, you piece of shit. Yeah, something but, you'd never do. Yeah, your monster truck tires. Yeah, piece of shit. But then, um, then, then I realized that's impossible. Um, so then it was just cricket, and then I realized it wasn't good enough for cricket. So, yeah, and then it was comedy. Nice man. So, what, <laughs> so what's next? Um, I don't know, probably something a bit more attainable. Like, <laughs> I think my next dream might be like HR rep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the good HR reps out there doing oh, a great job. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate you. I reckon you'd be good at bringing like conflict resolution strategies to the table, you know, when Steve doesn't get on with Greg. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd love HR because I'm, I'm for the people, you know. I'd be out there with the unions picketing. I feel like some HR departments are like more like they're like snitches. Yeah, you should be on our side, not yeah. fucking snitching. Yeah. You know, oh, you guys are taking eleven minute coffee breaks. It's only supposed to be ten. Yeah. You're supposed to be on my side, mate. Yeah, <laughs> human resources. I'm the fucking human. Yeah, I'm you know? a human. 
Be the resource. Be the resource. <laughs> be the, that's what just what <laughs> Nelson Mandela said. Oh, it's what Gandhi said. Yeah, yeah. Be, be the, the resource, resource you want to see in the Imagine world. Imagine that in a HR meeting. They're the humans. You be the resource. <laughs> <laughs> How can I be resourceful to you today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it might be a corporate rebrand for, for me next. Mm. I could <laughs> see you going corporate. Have you done any corporate gigs, comedy gigs? I've done an end of financial year party once. That's good. Dude, I have never done so much cocaine in my life. <laughs> Dude, these, yeah. uh, these, these little nerds in ties, when they let the dogs out, yeah. There was plenty going on. Yeah. They fucking yeah. vibrated out of there, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so they're all, they were accountants. So I didn't see it coming. But yeah. There's plenty of money there. Yeah, yeah I guess they so. They something to spend it on. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Give them yeah. a bit of personality as well. You're getting yeah. You know, I did my tax return last week. And it, oh, like, how are we it, looking? It, it, good. Uh, but it cost 250 to do it. And I went, hmm, that's a funny amount, isn't it? Yeah. We know what you're spending that money on, Tom. Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> yeah. Getting lit with the boys. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Don't you reckon, like, I reckon if, if um, you know, the corporate world put all that money to, um, you know, mm. like real problems, we could probably get a lot done instead of... Yeah, but that's not as fun, is it, really? No, no, I'm You'd not. Rather, I, was it a good paying gig? I think they paid us in cocaine. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I think we got, like, free drinks and, like, 50 bucks or something. It, it wasn't well paid. No. No. But it was fucking fun. We were there till like 4 a.m. <laughs> they were like, you can leave, you know, and you're like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, this is I'm in here for the ride. This is my per diems, you know. I'm trying to fucking bump the fee up a bit. 4 a.m. the next day or? Yeah, yeah. Like You're doing a full sesh. Yeah. You yeah. weren't leaving. There was they a big like, going on. Like, can you please leave? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I clearly thought Mrs. I was the last party. But Mrs. I'll... Darcy's baby boy goes yeah, yeah, nowhere. Yeah. Dude, this guy did like fucking seven minutes of comedy six hours ago and he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's the only, the only really corporate. thing with corporate gigs is they fucking suck. So you don't really want to mm. do them unless the money's like crazy. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't do one, Tuckman, but I did one and it was good paying, but it was weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to give your piece of your soul in exchange for a couple grand. Or yeah, whatever. like it's not... I didn't do that, but it, it's that's how it feels, and you just do it because you go. It pays for this. The loosest you know what I mean? gig I've ever played though was for the police. You played a gig for the police. Yeah, they're like New South the Wales Police, right? And well, like at the end of year thing. Yeah, and um, Sick. they 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 the drank. They I think they had like like ten grand on the bar tab. Drank the whole thing, and they Taxpayer get money. wild, right? And security are trying to like. Control them because they can't even walk. They're like, they're like stop they're it, like, or we'll call the you on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, don't touch me. I'm a, I'm a cop, you know, and all this. But yeah. they were just so sloshed. I've never seen anything like mm. it before in my life. Mate, well, fuck. <laughs> I wanted to be a cop when I was a kid. That's what I wanted to be. Really? And it's, it's quite funny. You know, the Eddie Murphy line in Beverly Hills Cop, where he's like, I've never broke the law, I've just fractured a couple. That's good. Is how yeah, it feels yeah. about. Me, yeah. if I was ever going to be a cop. I was thinking the other day, right, when we were growing up, because we we're all about the same age, it was like a great thing to be a cop, right? There was all these movies. <laughs> I don't live a like, <laughs> Maybe not, but, you know, there was all those, like, cop movies that kind of came out. Mm. And, then, and then, like, the best shows on, like, Channel 7 were, like, all the cop shows. Yep, yep. And, and NCIS, then, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah. All, like, in the last couple of years, Everyone has turned the back. Now no one wants to be a cop. You're right because of everything that's kind of happened in the world. But when I was a kid, it was like it was like a good thing to be a police. Officer. Have, have you watched that new season of Brooklyn Nine Nine? 
the latest season. <laughs> Segway on. Um, no, but I do love Brooklyn Nine. I, I love it, but they, so obviously this is a pandemic and George Floyd and all that shit that went on, right? And they are a cop show that is aware of the fact that nobody likes the police at the minute. Yeah. So they reference it a lot. It's like heavy on it, to be honest. Yeah. Because I can understand their thing of, who the fuck's going to want to watch the show if everyone's saying defund the police? Yeah, yeah. They did They did an episode where Terry got, like, arrested because yeah, he was black. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually, like, pretty full on. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think- hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the best comedy shows when, like, we were growing up on, like, free-to-air TV, Billy, were, like, all the police shows and current affair? The best comedy shows. Yeah, like you'd you watch, you'd watch, um, what's that called? Like the, the RBT one where they're, where they're like interviewing the most like fried people. And then you'd watch like Current Affair where they used to like have like a show, show like the dumbest shit. Yeah. It was great for, for like 10 years. Super solid. Channel, Channel 7, Channel 9. Is this a plug for Channel 7, Channel it's, 9? There's um, a lot of seven mate action. <laughs> you know, seven mate. Yeah. <laughs> the channel. Yeah. yeah. Like that'd be a lot of RBT stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like that stuff's just sort of like just anti-anxiety medication really. You mm. can just watch some bloke who's a bigger loser than you. Yeah. And just sort of fucking enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you like, know? Like as a, as a kid, it was just like. It was <laughs> that's, just cool. that's your plan for tonight, sorted you. <laughs> <laughs> Monster truck wheels. I went to a party like here a couple of years ago in, like in the Bankstown area and there was this one guy and he was like his, his claim to fame was telling people that he was on an episode of RBT where he got his license confiscated. That was like his, his <laughs> spotlighty well, moment. I mean, it is sort of five minutes on national telly. Some people are fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you handle it well, if I saw the camera in my face, I'm immediately thinking, all right, we might be losing our license here, but let's not lose the plot. Yeah. You know? I think you'd be doing a set. I'd get a couple of one-liners in. Yeah. Maybe I'd plug my, as I'm getting like thrown in the back, I'd be like, Canberra, June 24, (laughs) link in my Instagram bio. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to get there. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like follow me on TikTok. Like I get a couple, (laughs) I get a couple in. Yeah. You know, use the time. Also, I don't know who these people are, who they think they are, where they're like, um, like they're already getting to lose their life. Like, the, I feel like if you're blind behind the wheel, mm. it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then they get the number. It's like you've, you've, the numbers have fucked you here. It's not like a subjective thing. This is objective. You're over the limit. So these people that carry on afterwards, so, so ballsy. Oh, yeah. I only have, I have one beer yeah. about, about four hours ago and the fucking 50 times yeah. the limit. It's so ballsy to be like, just be like the machine is wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like it's not. And I, I, There's always a part at the end of the episode where they interview the person who's just had their license confiscated because they're 15 times over the limit and they're like, oh, so what have you learned here? And he's like, oh, maybe I should have some waters. You know, in the oh, I'll be honest, I'll ask my license, but yeah, I, it was probably the right thing. Yeah. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely fucking blind. It's, it's yeah. almost just as good as a footy speech. You know, when they like those kind of like footy speeches are just notoriously always bad. What you mean, like, yeah. like, 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 like uh, the same kind of concept where they like they give the mic like that, and they're like, oh, so how was the game tonight? Yeah, it was oh, good. Oh, yeah, the boys years. played well. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, but they that. have to. They have to media train the rugby league <sighs> players into next week because every time they go off script, it's something horrific. Mm. Like, yeah. like the one time a player went off script last season was that Sharks guy and he said he was going to go down to um, 
whatever that pub is, and like nail a three out of ten. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, he said, oh, I'm gonna have like sick a billion beers or like hook up with a three. And it's like, yes, that's why they got to stick to the script. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's like that is better though. It is better. I prefer Jordan Henderson, the Liverpool captain. Everybody's like, wow, the support was amazing. <laughs> we. The, the crowd was there. We played really well. Mo, Mo was fantastic. Really good. Like, and it's just fucking the same. Yeah. And Jordan, I'm sorry, but you're killing me, man. Dude, that's you're why. You're fucking killing me. Yeah. And I don't, I like with all this stuff with um, rugby league players, soccer players and stuff, mm. well, they've got to say the right thing. Mate, it's not their job to parent your fucking yeah. kid. Yeah. Let 100%. this bloke go off on the mic. And and if if you if your kid turns out crap, it's your fault. It's yeah. not Jordan Henderson's. Yeah. You know, parents are like, how could he say that? My son looks up to you. Yeah. Your yeah. son. It's yeah. an athlete. So what? Like, yeah. Why do you have to be a role model as well? You know what I mean? Dude, a hundred percent. He's like, it's not their responsibility. No. Yeah. Be a good 100%. bloke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be a good bloke. Yeah. But you don't have to like be so cookie cutter with the responses. Mm. Yeah. Like that's why the UFC is funny because like they're the only truly unfiltered athletes. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're getting slapped in the face all the time, and yeah. then it's like, "What do you think?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill him." They're not gonna be like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, but like we could be friends. Wh- why is it? Why does the UFC fighter? Why is it not his responsibility? There's so many like yeah. teenage mm. boys that watch the UFC. You, you, you're a big fan of the UFC, aren't you, Billy? Yeah, I love the UFC. Yeah. Is that like were you always a fan, or was that a lockdown thing? Because there was nothing else. No, to do? it was a lockdown thing. I was, I was yeah. the same. It was the only thing. I also got heaps into rugby league that year. Yeah. This was the only sport on. Yeah. There were some weekends where I watched all eight games of rugby league. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like not even that into it. I feel like you are if you watch eight games. Just before we go into like the, the yeah. UFC deep dive. I reckon, Billy. What do you, what do you what like? What's your take on it? Like, how do they like media train rugby league stars? Do you reckon when they're in the green room, there's a person who comes down into the like a cor- like a corporate cut type figure, and they're like, "Repeat after me, guys. If you ask any questions tonight, bring it back to your boys." I would say they would have like central themes that they want to promote, like mm. teamwork, like you know, this sort of stuff. I don't know, like being positive. Like how do they do it? That's another one. Like, they would they would ha- they would have like some PR person tell them like when when they yeah. score. And they're like, oh, you know, good to get the goal. And it's like, yeah, I don't mind as long as the team wins. Yeah. That's, that's, that, I love it yeah. when a guy scores like three tries and like five conversions. Mm. They win like 30 nil and he scored like every point. And he's like, couldn't have done it without the team. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, but you could have. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> the age lad. You were, you were much better than everyone there's else. No, there's, like, no I, there's no I in team. <laughs> yeah, there's an I in win. That's what you just did. You just played yeah. one. Like, I just, a bit more transparency. I wish some guy would just get on the mic. It's like, oh, mate, you're a player of the match. Congratulations. How do you feel about the game? I just wish some guy would get on there and be like, I was unbelievable yeah. today. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Jesus, what about the passengers behind me? You're welcome, lads. I'd prefer you know? that. I would prefer it'd be, that. It, oh, it'd be oh, so good. My, my back's a little bit sore from carrying you fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All aboard the fucking bus. I'll take us all the way to the premiership by myself. <laughs> like, you guys suck. <laughs> Bump up my pay. Yeah. Now, what do you think of, like, as we get into UFC, what do you think of, um, and, uh, and like, also going, being too honest about your feelings, Andrew Tate and that, that whole... Oh, yeah, okay. So I was actually um, thinking about this this week. Yeah. He seems to be So this Andrew Tate thing, absolute, probably absolute clown. Mm. But I was thinking if you take out his views on women and relationships and like sex and all of that stuff, yeah, then it's really just a lot of like motivational gym quotes that aren't really that hurt, like 
that aren't really that harmful. Yeah. But, they, they, but they're like, <laughs> you've got you to watch, take a lot out though. You'll watch a video. You've really got to cherry pick with this guy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like, he'll be like the guy, yeah. the guy who only goes to the gym when he feels like it will always be um, beaten by the guy who goes every day, no matter how he feels. And you go, yeah, this guy's making a lot of sense. And he goes, women are our property. And if they get raped, it's their fault. And you're like, oh, okay. You lost me. <laughs> We're off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you just, but then um, me and my mate, um, my roommate, because I only just watched a few of his videos mm. this week. And uh, he said this thing where like uh, he goes, these men who've had sex with like five women, I try to date these women who've had sex with like a hundred guys. Mm. He goes, he goes, they can't control these haughty bitches. <laughs> these chicks are running through dick like crazy. <laughs> like he's always talking about these like fictional situations. Yeah. yeah. Me and my roommate are just pissing ourselves. Like <gasps> he's got such a fucking weird voice. Yeah. yeah, it's the weirdest accent. But we were we were literally crying laughing, like just like how over the top and ridiculous mm. this guy is. I- but but then I saw this post about how like um like damaging it is and like mm. instilling misogyny and like teenage boys and stuff. And I was thinking, oh, if I was 16, would I be laughing? Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. That's yeah. that's where I think it gets a bit slippery with like yeah. 15, 16 year old boys. Cause like some of the stuff he's saying about women is just fucked. Like you can't treat them that yeah. way. Yeah. But I know that cause I'm an adult. Yeah, you- yeah. But if I was 14, would I be like going up to chicks at a 15th house party being like, listen up bitch. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Would yeah. you? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> listen up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing that he said was quite funny is he said that he had a, like a Bugatti that was stolen, and uh, and then and he called the cops, and the cops came, and then they were like to him, "Oh, we can't, we can't chase your car because we we actually have somebody that is we have a trace unit." And uh, they're busy at the moment. And he goes, he goes. Well, I asked them, could I ring up my friend to bring over the Ferrari and chase them to get my Bugatti? And they and they're like, oh, we're gonna have to put you on arrest. We can't have you do that. And then he went on this big rant about how like England's fucked. And I was like, I agree with that. You know, you should be able to fucking chase your own car, right? If it's, if it's stolen. Yeah. No, like pretty much any time he's not talking about women, it's like kind of funny. Yeah. He's got this like charisma. Yeah. Mm. But then like, yeah, it's like every five minutes he'll just say something that's like a genuine hate crime. Yeah. And you're like, all right, we'll just let that one go through to the keeper. Then like, Yeah. He's like a racist grandparent, isn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? You got, oh, but still me nan. Yeah. And he, he's, he gets like so fired up about all these like fictional situations. Mm. He's like, if we're in a plane that's yeah. crashing to the ground, yeah. would you want a male or a female pilot? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like this is all very much like by the by you know what yeah, I mean like yeah. if we were in a, a blue room in the middle of the desert with one cup of water and there was a woman hanging from the fucking roof would you would you eat her to survive like and you're like I mean maybe like he's like it's like see they're dumb bitches and it's like oh, what what just happened like yeah like there's just a lot going on with that guy but I think it's fucking hilarious like I think but then, like, it's like I was saying, though, like, yeah, I just, I'm just worried that 15 year old guys are watching it and not laughing. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, like, they're like, have you, have you seen, watching. have you seen Andrew Tate? He's got a bloody good point. Yeah. <laughs> if I was on an island, I, I would eat it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's quite like, do you reckon he's playing the media? He sure, for sure is. I reckon, I reckon he, he, he's just taken what Kanye did. 
and what Trump did and like that idea of being the villain. And he, because he knows what he's doing, right? Because it's like he he comes out, says all this horrendous shit. Everyone goes wild on TikTok, and everyone now knows his name because he's yeah. just said a bunch of fucking cracked. Shit. I never knew who the fuck it was until this week. Yeah, well, I I knew about him for a few weeks, but I just it's like when Squid Game's popular, and you just go, "Can I be fucked with this?" Yeah, yeah. But then, um, yeah, I watched a couple of his videos. But do you know what he's doing though, Billy? Like he. He he he's done this thing where he's called it Hustlers University, right? Yeah, I've heard of this. So so people that like fifteen year olds that think Andrew Tate's got a point, right? They now pay to join his course, Hustlers University, wow. where they pay to share his content on their own YouTube channels. Yeah, that's how he got so big. Is everyone um, to do his course? You have to post a video of one of his clips on like YouTube and TikTok. Yeah. So that's how he just flooded the algorithm. Yeah. With all this Andrew Tate he stuff. He's a fucking marketing genius. Call him what you want, but like for, for that thing, because he went from being a Romanian casino owner and like to and a kickboxer. Hold star. on. What do casinos in Romania look like? I don't know. Ask Andrew Tate. Yeah. He's also a kickboxing world champion. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of cool. I don't know. I've, I've watched like 10 minutes of him on YouTube and then like I've just had my fill. Mm. Yeah. I've moved on. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, like, it, it would be so fun if you were just like, I truly don't give a fuck about the implications of what I'm saying. Because yeah. that guy just goes nuts on podcast, dude. He's like the mm. best podcast guest ever. Yeah. If you want, like, oh, I hope we get some good clips. Yeah. And fuck. Andrew Tate comes on every two minutes. He says something fucking shocking. Fucking <laughs> yeah. absolutely West, wild. Where's like, the one he just said before? He's yeah. like the new Alex Jones. Yeah. But like, did you see Alex Jones just got um, sued and lost to parents of the Sandy Hook massacre because he said that the shooting was fake and the parents were actors. Oh my God. Imagine your kid gets gunned down in a school and someone says he was never real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some Fuck. fat Texan going, your son never existed. Fuck. You're a Hollywood you're, you're, you're fake. Son. You're a plant. And you're just going to stand there and out. take it as if he wouldn't sue the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has to pay them $41 million. Good. Do you reckon he's like- good? It's so ridiculous. That Sandy Hook thing was so. Have you. And like, I remember it was like on YouTube and it was like, Have you seen this person before? Yes, you have. They were also at the Uvalde shooting or whatever. And you're like, Is it the same person? But Alex Jones is another one. But um, I would say you have to cherry pick even harder with him. Mm. Yeah, because he says some shit that's right. But if you get into Alex Jones, when he's on like Joe Rogan, it's like. Aliens are here, fucking the government's corrupt, this is great, this is great. And like then he'll just be like, children should have AR-15s on them at all times. And you're like, oh, we'll let that one go. Aliens, oh, this is fun again. And then like the Sandy Hook didn't happen. We'll let that one go, Alex. And yeah. like you just got to fucking – these guys wild. just swing so yeah. wild. Like, But the thing is with like Alex, right, he does have an inch of credibility because he brought out like the – the like he, he was the first guys on like the Epstein thing and he was also the guy that was on the um, – What's it called? Where the presidents go to their secret camp and they they Camp uh, David? No, the Illuminati? No, no. well, well, well they yeah. all wear like goats' heads and fuck each other or whatever. Yeah, but it, it had a, it has a name now and it's been proven to be like a place in California where they they would go to for like uh, uh, yeah. That's where you were, wasn't it? You yeah. dirty pev. And it's it's like it's like a like a camp for them. And now it's come out to be true, and the place has been revealed and it's all been leaked and and um like to the point now where Vice has done a big thing on it and like all the journalists out. And, it, and it's out in the public and 
released now, but Alex Jones was talking about it fucking years ago. Be like, uh, there's a place where the, where, the, where the government goes to fuck each other and, and have all these quite wild parties. I honestly reckon if Winfield Red had a voice, it would sound like him. Is, <laughs> is AOC going to this place? Because if she's going, I'm game. Oh, like, I'm yeah, down dude. for that. AOC's a little baddie, dude. Bro, she's everything I want in a yeah. woman. Sorry, Abby. I, I'm sorry. Dude, that uh, video of her where she's like, she's absolutely giving it to Congress. She's like, would you say da 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 is factually correct? And like some seven year old guy's like, yes. And she's like, and would you say that would then imply da 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 da? And he's like, yes. And she's just giving it to him. Yeah. And I'm just fucking barred up going, this is a woman. Yeah. This is someone we can all get behind. You know, this is, I'd be what a, a human. I'd be a house husband. Like, oh, I'd be like, what do you need? Yeah. What do you need me to do? 100%. You socialist queen. Put a fucking apron on me, babe. I'm here to assist. <laughs> how, <laughs> may, how may I resource you? <laughs> yeah. You're the human. I'm the resource. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. She's, she's a sexy woman. Eh? God. It makes me laugh like the way Rogan calls her like a crazy bitch and all. He's like, that fucking crazy bitch is gone. I'm like, man, you shut your mouth about my oh, AOC. Dude, 100%. <laughs> Plus, yeah, plus, don't you want a little crazy? You know? Yeah. I want some chick fucking absolutely giving it to politicians. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. They're the ones who, you know, get out there, give them so, a hard time. I reckon, also, there's nothing more attractive than talent. Yeah. Talent and power. There's something about a powerful woman. Power, okay. Yeah. That might be a little window into what you're into. But, yeah. uh, but dude, I love yeah. stockings. <laughs> We're just going from, from talent just to kinks. <laughs> I like getting choked. <laughs> so, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Billy's into talent. Jack is into power. power. Hamish is into a finger up his ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said stockings, but you know. <laughs> yeah, what like what, what do you look for in a, in a no, significance of it? Like, um, talent is sexy, though. Talent is so sexy, dude. Like, I bet you, like, uh, when you see a chick lead singer just smashing it, mm. so good. The same with yeah. comedy. Like, if I see a girl go up and do stand-up and she crushes, yeah. I find it so attractive. <laughs> but conversely, if she bombs, I, I find that unattractive. Oh, do yeah. Repulsive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm repulsed by incompetence. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I that's, that's a clip, by the way. That's, yeah. that's a clip. Dude, I swear to God, I had a crush on this comedian chick like five years ago. Who was it? And, um... She doesn't do comedy anymore, but she went and I had a crush. Oh, I, I had a crush on her for like three months, and then I saw her bob so hard at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Oh. By the time she got off stage, I, I felt nothing for her. Yeah, you know, but it goes both ways, you know. Yeah, yeah. but the the comedy is a funny one because mean <laughs> that um, because I, someone I being up. funny is attractive anyway. A hundred percent. Yeah, 100%, yeah. So, but I, I think more just like. <laughs> If a chick is like, this is what I do, and they do it well, and they're like heaps passionate about yeah. something, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. you know, Can I just, just have a thing. I got a little. I got to bring this up while I'm on the thought train, right? Alex Milinkovic brought up this thing a couple of weeks ago where he's like, all the, like, like I've talked to a few women that have went and done these like comedy courses, and the, they they tell them not to talk about their pussies in the course. <laughs> Like, did you know about this, Billy? Like, what? But what? What did your? Oh, take it's an industry on policy. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, it was a memo. Hey, yeah, sent out a memo. memo. No, I don't know. I don't know who's running that course. I like to publicly say, women talk about your vaginas as much as you as you shall wish. You know, go absolutely nuts, or my, don't talk about it at all. My body, my choice. Yep. Talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, like. Uh, I think it's like a it's like a stereotype that like hack women comedians only talk about their vagina. 
But <laughs> same with like dudes most, and, like, and I the dicks with women all the time. Well. Like most of them don't at all. Yeah, and and also they, you can totally like as if male comedians don't talk about their dicks. It's pretty much all they talk yeah. about. Yeah, you know, it's called art. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you're laughing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the attraction thing is definitely there for the fun. That's why, like, so I went to uh, Comedy Untamed, the Neil oh, show. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I went there like a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Alex was on. Beck Charwood was on as well. Um, and there was a guy there, and he was on a first date, right? And he was the biggest dickhead ever. Right, he was one of them like eastern suburbs. Tell us, old man's fucking tilled on this date, front row, just like drinking his beer, little cocky bastard. Right, yeah. And he was talking all the way through Alex's set. So rude. And Alex stopped three times and was like, "Bro, shut the fuck up." Yeah. Which is just awkward as anything, anyway. You know what I mean? But I was there, and I was thinking, I hope. She's there with him and she's watching these comedians telling jokes and she's thinking, fuck this guy off. I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll, that'll be a win. I'll pop one of their penises in my mouth tonight. That's yeah. what I was hoping. That's so fucking rude, dude. It's bad. Yeah. Also, at a comedy show, all you have to do is nothing. Yeah. You just have to sit there. It's too mm. much to ask. Like, it's someone. more effort for you to interrupt the show. <laughs> if you could laugh as well, that helps. Honestly, if you're not into the show, yeah. give me deathly silence. Yeah. You know, that's my problem to deal with. But, like, just sit there. Just fucking sit there. Why is comedy so much more funnier when you go to it versus when you watch it on, like, a Netflix special? Yeah, well, it's just, it's live. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I it's, think it's that's a live like, media. It's like going to a concert versus watching, like, the video on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's the exact same thing. You know, and, and also, like, comedy is best, like, in the room, like, uh, as far as, like, when you watch it on Netflix, you're just watching the guy do his special, like, Basically pressing play on his hour of jokes. Da-da, da-da, da-da. But like when you're in the room, yeah, you got some eastern suburbs cunt fucking yeah. talking to his stupid missus. Mm. You know, maybe you do, you do a – like the other night I did like a trans joke and this woman at the back's like, I have a trans daughter and this was like this whole thing. But it's like that's so fun mm. and it's it's happening in real time. Yeah. And it's unique to that show whereas yeah. you don't get that with Netflix. So and was it's, she a it's, daughter? Like was she a – Born a girl and now become a boy? Or I think the other way around. I was just trying to – I didn't even get into the bit, but I'm trying to do this bit about trans children in sport because yeah. it was like – it was in the news for a bit. And then I go, oh, trans children in sport, you know, it's a big issue. I go um, – and then I was going to do – the bit is kind of like the – I don't even want to explain it. But, like, I didn't even get into it. This woman yeah. at the back just goes, I have a trans daughter and she loves playing sport. And then the whole crowd claps because she's got a trans daughter. Yeah. Mm. And then these other women are like, we're primary school teachers and we have trans children in our class and they love sport as well. And then it's like kind of wait, turned into a rally at wait. this point. Oh, fuck. And You're like, Andrew Tate? Yeah, I'm like having an Andrew Tate <laughs> moment up there. I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't even know what's going on. Oh, my God. But, um, but then like it was – and I didn't really know what to say because I never thought it would come up. Like yeah. the, I've only done the bit once before. Yeah. I wasn't expecting someone to say I have a trans daughter. So I was like, oh, are you serious? And she was like, yes. And I was like – Okay, cool. and then I was thinking, "Fuck, how offensive is what is what I'm about to say?" Actually, like, and then was she like, has, "Has she got a good arm on her?" Like, yeah, what, what was... I don't know. it is a bit unfair though in in terms of like combat sports, right? Because it's like, uh, like if I was a if I like, because I mean, I'm I'm not a good fighter, right? 
But He's a like, great fighter. But I, I might be a great fighter if I did like if I did like women's boxing, right? Because you just have extra strength, and you've had like I've had yeah. twenty three years of testosterone. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Well, I, yeah. In, in the joke, I said like um, the issue is like they just um, the the men that transition to women like they're so good, they break all the records, mm. like yeah, and they're all doing like the swimming and like fucking you know weightlifting and UFC it's like there's no there's no trans chess players is mm. there you know like it's a yeah. different thing like if we had some uncoordinated blokes transition and go over and like be really mediocre in women's sport yeah i think it would balance it out but they're all it's always like a pro cyclist transitions and then just goes into pro women's cycling mm. you know we need to send some more unco blokes over the hill yeah i played soccer with plenty of guys in high school who could have played with the women and just got pumped yeah. you know we're sending over too many champions. I reckon, or just, like the way that we solve this issue, right, is we just give them like their, their like <laughs> it, you know they can have their own like Olympics, like the Trans Olympics. Yeah, mm, don't know. Why not? Don't think it's gonna work. Because because then it's all on an equal playing field, and it'd be like everybody from all over the world. And surely there's enough to do a, like a like do the hundred meter sprint. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they should let them do it. Right, but everyone else can dope. Oh, yeah, roid up. Be, yeah. yeah. I think the Olympics would just be better if everyone was on roids anyway, to be honest. Yeah. I wish we could have that, like the the the, the sober version and then like the, – because mm. you know how bodybuilding has that, like natural bodybuilding, yeah. and then they have like the real bodybuilding. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, like uh, it's like when an actor just gets jacked for a film in like six weeks and they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I got a nutritionist. It's like, yeah, you just took heaps of steroids, dude. Uh, yeah. Like steroids are fucking – they work. They, they should be like a steroid – and a non-steroid for every sport. Yeah. And just watch, like, people go absolutely – like, steroid, like, rugby league would be crazy. Yeah. They'd be so angry. They'd be punching on in the tunnel. Oh, it would be great. Yeah. Imagine every state of origin. Oh, my God. It would bring back the biff. It would be, it'd be there. <laughs> yeah. Have the fans on roids as well. You have to be on roids to go watch as well. The whole place is just punching on. Guys, if you could get your phones there, we'll scan your tickets and give you a roid. Yeah. Everybody, the security just handing out mouth guards. Yeah, that'd be sick, dude. Everyone's, oh. We went and saw like we, me and Hugh, like those uh, up there. There's uh, gloves. We got these gloves at this Tim Zoo fight, right? And um, oh, cool! It was the weirdest thing, right? In the last round, this like fight broke out in amongst the crowd, and like to the point where like these two families are going at it. The cops mm. run in, and the crowd starts going at it at the you know like they're going they're punching the cops, like the cops are punching the crowd. The cop, you know, the oh really? Punching back at the cops. Fucking unbelievable, right? But it's round ten of the Tim Zoo fight, and you're like, where do I look? There's a fight going on here which is like cops versus families and um, Tim Zoo up in the arena. Yeah. That happens you a lot. You got two screens going, brother. Yeah, it was like a 2 <laughs> one that we didn't pay for. That happens a lot, though, with the fight. You know a lot of white-collar fights, white-collar boxing, like you, know, you do it for charity or whatever. Oh, like, like that, the corporate fighter. Yeah. That, I had a mate do that, That yeah. kicks off a lot. Does it? Yeah, well, because people go in there blind and you, everyone's stood like going, yeah, yeah, you know, like, like, like – when you're watching football and you kick the ball in your mind, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. you've got blokes doing that and then something gets said and it's, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? And then it goes off. Yeah. Off, off. Oh. Yeah, that's... Imagine and it's for like, it's for like little Tim who's autistic. It's yeah. raising money for him and it just kicks off. Fuck it, dude. Just quickly, what do you think Paul Gallen would look like all roided up? Paul Gallen. I mean, poor Paul Gallen. Dude, that guy would have so much CT at this point in his life. He could probably smell colours, that poor bloke. Like, he wouldn't know what's going on. Did you, did you see he's fighting two blokes in one night? Yeah, why? 
coming up. He's the machine. <laughs> Why? Oh. Mate, he's too tough for his own good. Just because you can take that much damage does not mean you should. Uh, oh. just, he, like, he, he, I, I'm, my, like, nightmare is getting headbutted by Paul Gallen. Because he, oh. <laughs> Dude, he just doesn't go down. He's, like, made of steel. Yeah. But, like, can you imagine how much brain damage he has? Pro- professional rugby league career transitions mm. into boxing career. Yeah. Like, fucking hell. His next, cr- tr- like, transition, they should just give him a bunch of roids and he's our Arnold. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Paul Gallen? Really? Interesting. I think it went to his forehead. Oh, dodgy pre-workouts. Oh, hey, when that happens. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. That happens. Can't help it. Who do you like in the UFC then? Your man, Paddy the Baddy. If, if you had a daughter and she was dating like a UFC fighter, say your daughter was dating Paddy the Baddy. Yeah. Like, how do you think that would go down? Well, it'd be confronting. Yeah. You know, I want my daughter coming home with some sort of like an accountant or a fucking nerd. Yeah. You know, not a cage fighter. Not someone who can kick your ass either. Yeah, exactly. That's like, a that's a daunting thing, isn't it? It's yeah. like, oh, this bloke could fuck me up. Yeah, you're like laughing at all these jokes. Like, go on, Patty. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, and he's you're like- You're so funny. He's like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Scousers don't get knocked out. <laughs> your daughter's fit. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Just fucking doing- Doing a bit of jujitsu upstairs with your daughter. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Rear naked joke. Yeah, 100%, dude. <laughs> you walk in and he's saying, oh, he's just, I'm just teaching her how to grapple. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a worry, actually, if, if you had a daughter, uh, them having like a, a partner who you know would fuck you up. Like that, you don't want that. Because in my mind, you do right, not if want I that. Have a, like if you, if I had a daughter and she brought home a guy, you would want to have like it'd be a little bit of peace of mind if you just knew, even though you're like forty or fifty at this point, that you could still fuck up the boyfriend. Yeah, but yeah, it's just good to have up your sleeve, yeah. isn't it? He's still he's still putting his penis in her though. You can beat him up, but he's still putting his penis in her. Yeah, but at least you've still got <laughs> something. But if he brings back a UFC fighter, you're fucked. Imagine your daughter brings home Khabib. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. How do you fucking maintain superiority? Yeah, this kid wrestles bears. Dude, you got to give him a look, or maybe like you just got to whisper it in the dinner table, like I'll fucking sue the shit out of you or something. <laughs> like you got to threaten him with something you, else. You can't touch me. Yeah, I know you're you, on a, a you work visa. You can't touch me. <laughs> yeah, I know you're on a work visa. You fucking touch me, I'm calling everyone. That's right? over. Yeah, oh, because yeah. you you uh, you went to watch the UFC, didn't you? On your... yeah, I went to the last um, pay per view in Dallas. Oh man, that's so cool. So yeah. Billy Billy referenced it before. He said this holiday. It was a full like a full period away in the States. It felt like you were there for Yeah, I was forever. there for like a month, yeah. Man, so good. Yeah, it was fucking fun. Were you always planning to go for the UFC? Or was it a happy accident? Uh, kind of both. Like, yeah. We were always going to America regardless. Mm. And then we were like, let's see if the UFC, if we can go to it. And it lined up. Fuck, it was fun. But like, it, the weirdest thing in America, you can't gamble. Like, yeah. they don't have sports betting Strange stuff. that. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. So that was the only thing. But um, yeah, it's fucking fun. Mm. Like you full on like hear the punches and the kicks and shit. Like yeah. when someone gets dropped, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely sickening. But um, but no, it was fun. 
the yeah. fans are rabid. Like you were saying before, though, like if you wanted to punch on with someone in the car park, yeah. you could very easily yeah. achieve that. Well, everyone's fucking like everyone blind and coked up and that. Like, yeah, it's it's an environment that kind of. And everyone thinks it, they it, know a little bit about mixed martial arts. Yeah, it's a yeah. fighting environment. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. What's the culture difference like between the Aussies and the Americans? Do you reckon? Dude, the Americans, it's just like it's it's they don't have like the sarcasm thing. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? Like they don't like uh how we're like always ripping on ourselves and laughing at ourselves. They don't do that. Yeah. They have AR fifteens though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got the guns. They're just fucking a bit over the top, really. Yeah. Like my mate um bumped into someone in this pub in Nashville and the guy goes, We've got guns here. How about I take you out the front and fucking show you? And it's like that's so aggressive so quickly. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. Where do you, like, you've just gone straight to 10, mate. Where do you go if I, like, fuck your wife? Yeah. How could you threaten us more? You just threatened to kill us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just stuff like this where you go, like. That's how you could deal with a UFC fighter dating your daughter and actually get a gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get a big gun. Just put it on the table while you're having mm. your veggies. At the US, like, because in Dallas, right, like, aren't they. It doesn't everyone carry? Like you can carry on the street. Isn't it like what's it called? Carrying conceal or something? Yeah. yeah. Do they do like that, that into the event or they can't? Uh, no. A lot like most bars and stuff say no weapons on the outside. Oh. <laughs> Bro, that's in like it's like Donna, 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 I got my keys, I got my phone, got my wallet. Oh shit, forgot the pistol. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Oh. I just oh, I forget me vape now and I lose me mind. Oh, fuck, I forgot me clock. Yeah. I just love the energy of like going to the shops to pick up milk with a desert eagle on your hip. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just kind of like, I'm getting this milk at, at all costs. Okay. Freedom. Yeah, do not Freedom, do not get between me and this three litres of full cream milk or you'll <laughs> you'll fucking regret it. I hope these fucking <laughs> lactose fairies ain't trying to get my fucking milk. Yeah. It's weird, man. Dude, yeah. it's fucking bizarre. And like, um, just stuff like, um, what was I going to say? Like, I don't know. They're all, um, they're just so different from each other. Like mm. you, when you're over there, like you go from state to state and it's almost like going to different countries. countries yeah. Like if you went from Brisbane to Adelaide to Perth, I would argue you haven't even really traveled. Yeah. Like mm. you're basically in the same spot. Yeah. If, if, if you were from Brisbane, I'd never know. Yeah. Unless you like hit a black guy or something, you know, like <laughs> we don't really have accents. Yeah. Whereas there, like it's completely different. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, that's stated, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's stated. Yeah. That's a clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's your uh, your Brisbane tour show going? Yeah. Very well after that one. We're actually, actually doing a Brisbane show September twenty two. Come along, racist. <laughs> 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 oh, fucking it out. What was uh? So you did some stand up while you were there. Yeah. What I was the, a- what was the what was the American? Was it how you imagined the American audiences to be? So I've done a f- couple a few gigs in LA a few years ago. I did. Some, oh, really? I yeah. did some open mics over there. Yeah. But these are my first like proper gigs, but the audiences are great because stand up comedy is more of like a mainstream thing over yeah. there. Mm. Um, but the only thing is like I had to talk a lot slower. Yeah. Like they can't really understand us over there. Yeah, I don't it's know. Funny because it's I, like it doesn't seem like we're that different. But like you just go to order a coffee and you'd be like, "Oh, can I just get one iced americano, please?" Why? And they'd be like, "What the hell was that?" And like, <laughs> it's like when a Scot- yeah, when a Scottish guy comes here and like orders a coffee, Australians aren't like, "What are you a fucking alien?" Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, you know, like it's yeah, like they I- just they just don't travel Americans. No. Like, well, why would you? You are bad for that though. Like, yeah. I no cunt you- understands me ever. 
And really? it's, it's a fucking nightmare sometimes. It's like, bro, I'm ordering a cappuccino. Like, what? What? Why do we need to make this so hard? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And and then I get like, I'll get nervous about the fact that I know you haven't understood me. Yeah. So then I say it again, and yeah. then it's like by the third time, I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. and then you know, I get a fucking cup of tea. Yeah. My argument it's, to you, yeah, you just got to fucking drink like, it. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Why would you travel if you're if you're American, right? Because the average, like the life expectancy, I think is like seventy something, and like there's fifty something states, right? And the time that you can start remembering and recalling memories and actually having a good time in America, you need like you're twenty one at least, right? So mm. like if you're going to one state a year, that's your whole lifetime. Yeah, I just think culturally they're like not particularly curious about the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it depends if they want to bloody give them some freedom, though, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. curious then. Dude, um, yeah, it's so funny. Like, yeah, they just, they're just so aggressive. Like, um, it, um, they're they're the nicest guys, but like, um, they're so lovely until like you just accidentally bring up a, a particular topic, mm. yeah. like race or guns or something. Like, yeah. uh, I was in New Orleans and um, we came out of this bar and this white couple were like, "You guys were having so much fun!" Like, we were just drunk dancing, like just being absolute pelicans, mm. and um. He's like, oh, you guys are having so much fun. And we're chatting to these guys, the most lovely couple ever. Yeah. And I said, mate, um, oh, geez, we're clearing out these dance floors of black people because, like, we're just so embarrassing, mate. Like, we just look like absolute pelicans up there. I'm just joking around. And this guy just looks at me and goes, good. Uh, was he from Brisbane? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, like, stuff like that would just happen where, like, yeah. mid-convo, you're like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, moving on. Moving yeah. on. Like, <laughs> and, like, it's just weird. It's like, still, yeah. uh, it's, it's just it's just backwards still, isn't it? A lot a lot of it still is fucking just behind the times as well. And, and, it's, it, and, they, and my biggest problem with America is, I feel like we're just shitting on America here, but... I'll say something positive after this. Is that Let's do a positive. Is, is, yeah. is, is their God... Is, yeah. is religion and country is the same thing? Yeah. God yeah. is America. America is God. And I think that's a... Fu- and capitalism as well. And it's, it's, it's like a fucking trifecta of... Unhappy people and homeless junkies. Yeah. Oh, the homeless over there are not chill. No. <laughs> <laughs> chill, <Can> like, I- <laughs> like. <laughs> and it's, it's, okay. okay. <laughs> Where are they getting the energy? Right, That's what I want to know. Let's let's go through this train hold of on, thought. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm That's a clip. Something. The homeless <laughs> over there are not chill. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's funny? Like, Billy, really, I'll come back to a positive at the end of this because I think yeah, this let's is keep worth shit saying. on it. Let's keep shit is, on is, it. Is, is it's only ever the rich people in America and like that ever come out and say something nice about the homeless. They're always like, oh, we should put in more homeless rights, like in California. Until now, there's too many. And now they're mm. like, okay, oh, oh, no, I think now we've got a problem, but they've put in through too many grants. Do you, is, do you reckon that's the case? Oh, I think it's just completely out of control. Yeah. LA and Austin, it's like, it's not safe on those streets. Like, yeah. and like cunts are just like, they're just so aggressive. They're just like screaming at telegraph poles and shit. Like <laughs> in Austin, <laughs> in Austin, we were leaving our hostel. So we're walking out the front door. Yeah. There's a guy just standing by the door and he's every couple of minutes or like 30 seconds, he would just start twitching uncontrollably and screaming. But you didn't know when he was going to go off. So like, it's like <laughs> Russian roulette walking past this guy. <laughs> and um, Cooks like an egg timer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my mate Vol was terrified because he got like harassed by another homeless guy. Yeah. And um, like, you would just go one at a time. Are you just walking past this guy going, holy fuck, holy fuck. And then he would just do nothing. You're like, oh, thank God. Oh. And then the next guy, you're like, holy fuck, holy fuck. And he'd be like, ah, ah, ah. Like, and he's just fucking 
uh, limbs going everywhere. Mm. And it's so scary because it's not like when you're getting like followed by one of these homeless guys, yeah. it's not like this guy's going to mug me because he wants to, or this guy's going to, you know, stab me because he wants to, or because he's a bad guy. They're just insane. Yeah. They might think you've said something to them. Yeah. Like they're not even, they're not even in this world. I think a big yeah. problem is, isn't it? And I, I've said this before. If I was homeless, I would be on heavy drugs. Oh, because I mean, take the edge off. Why else? Like, like honestly, though, no. like you're living on it's the- It's their weekend too. You're living, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're living on the fucking street. Put a needle in your arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. I get it. Like if, if, if it's like, well, no one gives a fuck about us being out. Yeah. Some woman didn't give me donuts earlier. She said, I'll just use it to buy crack. I might as well just get me some crack. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Take you know a middle man. Fucking 100%. But it's weird, like, they have so much pride in their country on, like, such a grand scale. Mm. Like, I, like uh, there's just some neighborhoods where there's just litter everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. And it's like, they're like, I'll bleed for this this flag. It's like, would you mind putting your cup in the bin for this flag? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, 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 I ain't no queer. Like, like, <laughs> uh, here's a positive. Now, here's the here's here's a, like a, the positive here. Like, the, uh, yeah, let's do a couple positives. This is silver lining. Because <laughs> because what I love about the Americans, right? Like, fucking don't play the sad music. We have buttons here, and Jack always touches the buttons, and it pisses me off because he'll play like sad music every time, like we're talking. America, about. the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave. <laughs> so what I love about the Americans is like, is that I feel like I was saying to you this week, I was like, Australians and English are very cynical. You say if you have an idea, right? And you go, oh, I have this idea. I want to, you know, fucking do something great. And they're like, Aussies will be like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work, mate. Yeah, have you thought yeah. about this? Where Americans are like, fuck yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And I think that level of optimism is why they were able to send, you know, rockets to the moon. Yep. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So that's that's a good positive. Optimism. Yeah. I will say that, um, like, they're very – most of them are just very hospitable. Yeah. Mm. They're, like, fucking lovely. Yeah. You know? As long as you're white. But, you know, like uh, – <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> just don't be a non-white Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah good, good, uh, good place to be a straight white male. I reckon oh, that fuck, Texas. Yeah. But um, no, they are they are very lovely, yeah. and um, they are very you know enthusiastic and chatty. Mm. Um, I find them to be fucking awesome. But then, like every couple of days, you'll just I'd say when they're a, when they're a fuckwit, it's like they really go for it. Mm. And sometimes it can overshadow the loveliness of the other people. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got anything nice they to do say, really. They bigger and better. So My mate Maddie said, um, she goes, Americans are the best and the worst people you'll ever meet. And I think that's like a pretty good way oh, to that is it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we, oh, fuck, we've got American listeners and viewers. Sorry, guys. Love oh, you, you bloody, you. your seppos. Yeah. He's a really nice. No, I've been there three times. Like, yeah, you know, I've been there I, I fuck with it. I've yeah. been there heaps. It's, it's, it's just a kooky place. We just yeah. culturally don't mesh with them that well. Mm. Like, yeah. with how Did we they think of, you were from London? Uh, one guy thought I was English, yeah. Yeah. And it fucking pissed me off. Yeah. Dude. It's funny that. It is like the Australian accents and the Cockney accents is, is quite similar. Yeah. No, I, do you reckon? It is It is for me is to them, for yeah. me a palm. Yeah. Because I, I feel like when we- For I, that, a palm. Yeah. I don't know. Like that sounds like a weird comparison. No. Because we don't sound like Mick Jagger. Do Like it, we don't sound that Cockney. Come on. No, but there's like an element to it. Like I'm from the north of England. You sound like you could all be the same. <laughs> if you ask me, 
you Cockney Herberts. Yeah, it's, it's probably the first fleet of people who came over, probably all Cockneys. Yeah. Yeah, I could go in on that. Yeah, yeah. you take that? Who knows what these Americans are hearing? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Americans, when, when you guys are talking, they're like, oh, they, I think they're from London. Then I start talking, they're like, the fuck is that guy saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's quite funny, the, uh, the Paddy the Baddy thing we were talking about before. Like, now people like hear my voice and go, oh, Paddy the Baddy. Yeah, like where does I used to be like from Liverpool, you know, the home of the Beatles. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that's an old reference point now. Yeah, so at least we've got the baddie. You Good on your part. Changes in Australia if you get famous, right? Because like, listen to Russell Crowe's. Listen to all the fa- a- famous actors Act in Australia. Though, Man, I think it's because they've lived in LA for so long. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard the One Direction guys? The way they sound now. I heard one of them. Yeah, it's a fucking weird one. One of them, what happened? Are they not friends anymore, those lads? One of them was running his mouth about Zane. Oh, my God. Is look, this something we need to dive into? Look, we can, I can't believe look, we, it. Sorry. Look. Cut it. <laughs> look, look let's, let's get into this shit, right? All I'm saying is Harry's out there creating banger after banger now. We love Harry. Right? We love Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Yeah, we love Harry Styles. Mate, I'm so sick of... Uh, Harry Styles is like... he. he well, actually, he's has he done the best? He's just too cool, man. Um, like, just, the, he's like a style the re- icon. The reason yeah. he's done the best is the other ones came out of it and were like, Ed Sheeran, can you write us some songs? And then didn't do shit themselves and carried on that pop approach. Whereas he kind of was went, he's like a rock star doing pop music. You know what I mean? He's his own And his thing. albums are, re- like, don't get me wrong, he's probably got the best fucking writers on the planet who he's writing with. But his albums are all good. Like, I'm yeah. going to go and see him yeah. when he's over here. I, I, I like to do it. You could have been in One Direction, Jack. Oh. Tell Billy. This is a good story. Oh, really? This is a good, this is a good yarn. I, oh, fuck it. I well, we don't start it like that. I couldn't have been in One Direction. So what happened was, I good. I was going to go on the X Factor. That year. And I got through, I don't know if it was that year. Let's, let's not let the truth get in the way of a good story. It was that year. <laughs> I think I was 14. Um, no, I was going on it. And then I'd send, because I was in a band and it was like, and then I'd, someone told me to apply and I'd sent like a video and it got through, you go through like two rounds before you even get in front of the judges. Oh, okay. And then they booked me to go like on a Sunday at the O2 Arena in London. And then Whoa. my missus said to me, don't do it because if you do it, you will never have respect again because you'll always be the guy who did the talent show. And then I never yeah. did it. But, and then I could have been in one direction. But, uh, so like I just, I just never done you it. you regret not doing it? Um, when I'm, when my big band at home ended, I was, I regretted it then because I was like, fuck, maybe I should have done I know a guy who works on The Voice out here. Mm. And, uh, you know, um, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come here. What's his name? Ah, uh, Boy George. Boy George. He'd like shown Boy George a video of me singing. And he was like, I'll tell him to come on the show. Cousin. Yeah, he's a, he's a relation of this, Boy George. Oh. No, my grandma claims this. This yeah. is my grandma's story. Yeah, yeah right. She's massive whore. Massive whore. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, but, but I wouldn't do it because I, it still feels like. Sacrilege. I think maybe, but that was back when X Factor was like kicking it. Yeah, true. It's not. It's not the same anymore, is it? No, no. And it, that, it's a good thing. It's not the same. But it's like the internet comedian thing, right? Is and we had this conversation with yeah. Alex, and we didn't. We've had it with Pat. It's like you, you, you can create an audience for yourself through TikTok sure. and YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can slog it out in the clubs, 
But really, yeah. who's better off at the end of it? Because if you blow up on TikTok or you've been playing gigs for five years or whatever, yeah. if you get into the same place, it's like... Yeah, it's sort of like... It's, it's the old it's school sort of way of like, thinking. You know, seven ways to skin a cat type situation. Yeah, because well, we have this, even with like you're, musicians, you're, because there's people who've never yeah. played a gig. I just want to give songs credit where credit's you know I mean? due. Yeah. Really, I think, I, think, I think you're really clever because you, you've, you've tackled like your industry from, from both, both ends, right? And I think yeah. you're doing it the, the, the best way. Well, you sort of have to, like, unless you. Well, no, you don't have to. If uh, if the industry likes you and like you sort of get certain opportunities early, yeah. or like if you're like an industry darling, you can get six stand up opportunities mm. um, to the point where like you you could you could easily like there are comedians who make a living um, touring who don't yeah. do any internet stuff, mm. but that's because like the industry loves them and they're like they've got like the right opportunities, yeah. but like. Yeah, unless you're like an industry darling, you pretty much have to be do a podcast or something. So mm. to try and build some sort of audience, you've also got your you've got one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. You're you're in my. I think it's I think it's like a nice thing to say. But every week, your release day, I listen to that podcast. Oh, thanks. And you and have, and it's so for being a musician as well. Like I don't really listen to music all that often, and yeah, it's yeah. I have days where my podcasts come out that I like to listen to. And yours is always up there. I, what I like about you, Billy, and we had this conversation with Pat, is just you telling a story is fucking hilarious, right? <laughs> you were telling a story, I think you were in the Yarra Valley or something, this was like like a, maybe a month ago or two months ago, and you're like, just the way your cadence, the way you speak is just funny. And it's you on your own, and it's still fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I sort of had to develop my own little uh, sort of cadence. like Yeah. Because otherwise, like, because I do it by myself, yeah. if I don't sort of hit a note, it gets a bit like, it's just kind of turn into sort of a bit of a ramble. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I sort of have to make my own, like, beats. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's honestly really, really good, man. Like, yeah. my missus will be like, what the fuck are you listening to, yeah? Yeah. Because <laughs> it just, it's just like, it's as if I'm on the phone to you and I've just put it on mute, right? Yeah. And you're just like, tell me about your fucking shitty weekend yeah do you do i imagine that your process i could be wrong here but i'm just going to take a stab in the dark i think you you're like a good the way that you craft your content i imagine like you're like a good farmer right like you grow like you write right and then you refine it the down like you know you like you play your crop and then you you sow it whatever and then, then you end up with a good final polished product and that's what i feel like you do a lot of writing um, for the podcast or for stand up? For or? podcast and for your stand up. Like I feel like even for your podcast, like you've done it, you you must write. Yeah. Well, I do a lot of writing for stand up yeah. and then sometimes stuff will like sort of float in between. Like one mm. week I didn't have really like the podcast is pretty dependent on me doing something fucking weird on the weekend. Yeah. You know, or like something happening in my week. So some weeks are a bit thin. I remember I had one week where I didn't really have any stories, but I wrote like five minutes of stand up about I think Pepsi Max is just bullshit. Yeah. And then so I just did that on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it kind of goes back and forth. But with the podcast, like I'll just have like dot points of like yeah. what I want to hit. Mm. And it's yeah. just like will be like a 1A4 page. Yeah. Because otherwise like if the notes get too um, detailed, like I get too in my own head with it. Yeah. And then like I'm just reading the notes. I'm not telling the story. Yeah. But yeah, with stand-up I do write a lot. Like usually I'll write for like an hour each day. I mean yeah. – in a fucking perfect world. Mm. Um, do you write word for word? Do you write a joke word for word? 
Yeah, I kind of will just write it. I'll write like four pages on something. It's like a little half notebook. Yeah. And then I'll take out the bullet points I like, take it to the stage and then like work on it like that. Mm. Yeah. But I would say out of the notebook, if I the notebook's like 100 pages, like 10 pages will go to the stage. And of that 10 pages, like maybe like four pages will like be something I keep. Mm. Yeah. Like it's, you got to write shitloads. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some days I'll just sit there and you just go, you just sit there 45 minutes writing away yeah. and I'll just get up, close the book and go, that was all garbage. Yeah. And then you just get on with your day. <laughs> and I know as you're writing, you're, I'm literally writing going, this sucks. Mm. Like, but that's just- the, This sucks. I hate myself. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah. You, you were never a cricketer. Yeah. I'm just going in on this topic. <laughs> like, oh, this Turned out it was a suicide note. <laughs> that's what yeah. he's no, That was the- reason I use that weird analogy, Billy, I just want it like as a farmer because it just, by the time it gets to the- No, I thought it was quite eloquent, that analogy actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because he's a a farmer. (laughs) Everything is about the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was back on the farm. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's good, man. Like I, I, like I, 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 the giveaway for you though, and the reason I I thought he has to be writing constantly is because occasionally you throw in like, like so, some good words, and it seems like it's re- everything's really th- like thought out, and it's and it's quite clever. And I'm like, either he's switched into something I don't understand, or he he is working his fucking ass off. Mm. Well, okay, I, that's good that it comes across that way. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, mm, you're I don't know. The, the, <laughs> oh, well, I think it's good because you're giving yeah. the craft its credit. Yeah. Like you're well, working it. Yeah, the the pod, my podcast has to be like a bit more deliberate. Like here, we just like sort of turn the mics on, yeah, and we're just having a bit of bands. Yeah. But like, because I do it by myself, it does need to be a bit more designed. It's more, it's less of a podcast. I think of it as more of like a fifty minute comedy show. Yeah, that's, that's what that's, I. That's how I think of it when that's I listen what to it. it. Yeah. That's what it's like. Sort of like it's like a television show. It's not really like a podcast. Mrs. Darcy's baby boy is is like. Uh, that uh, you tell a story about how many how much free drugs you were getting after after your gigs. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like this guy rolled me a blunt last night. It was fucking. It was like a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. And I was just I was like listening on to what's where and I was like, can't wait to see where Billy's going next week. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, that was the when I was on tour. It was great because um, like I would just have these great nights out, and then like the podcast just writes itself. Are like, you single? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there's shit you can't tell otherwise on a podcast. Oh. Oh, I don't really talk about like getting with girls. No, no, but I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, you're like, yeah, I was, I was nailing this girl. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, no, no. sorry, Claire. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just fuck it. Imagine that, like, your missus finds out you've been cheated on her because you deliberately told the world on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insensitive. <laughs> That's an Andrew Tate move, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's dude, a Tatey um, move. Have you seen the new um, Elvis movie by any chance, Billy? The one that's come out recently? I have not, but I actually just went to Graceland when I was in America. Fuck, oh, did no, you? Right. Yeah, Bro, yeah. That's, oh. how good was that as oh, a return? I haven't, <laughs> yeah. but I've seen where Elvis used to poop. Can yeah. you, oh, probably can a poor. poor what's what's it like? Can we dive into this? It's fucking, um, so I'm not even like um, an Elvis fan pre- yeah. previous to this. It's fucking unbelievable. It's His house is like if you gave a 14-year-old $20 million. That's what it's like. Yeah. Does like, he have a Does he have an Astra Holden with a fucking monster truck wheels on it? No. no. But it, there's like a whole museum of like just his cars. Yeah. There's a museum of his outfits. But his house is crazy. Like there's carpet on the roof. There's fucking TVs everywhere. He loved yeah. telly. Like every room is completely different. There's like a jungle room. Yeah. There's like the relaxation room. Like yeah. it was, it, you could tell it was just a party house. Mm. And it was so cool. 
up, you can't go upstairs. Yeah. Because apparently upstairs was only for Elvis yeah. and like his family. And if people came over to visit, they would wait for him downstairs. And then the downstairs, which you do the tour, yeah. that was just like all set up like just for partying and having – and like it was crazy. Uh-huh. But they gave like – it was a really – um you do like the tour with the headset mm. and then it ends at his grave. He's buried on on the property. Yeah. Um, but it was very much like a rose-coloured lens view of Elvis's yeah. life. Like you you would have left that – because I didn't know anything about him previously. So I – you – you could have convinced me he was like a sober family man by the end of that tour. Yeah. Like they didn't even, they were like, oh, he just died suddenly one day. Absolute mystery. And then like you just Google it. It's like extreme drug overdose. Like yeah. married a 14 year old. There was none of this yeah. shit on the tour. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, was like, does the movie give more of like well, a- Well, like oh, with, with his daughter, sorry, with, with Priscilla, it's like he just starts seeing her one day. And I think like when I was, I went with my Mrs. Abby and like, I think every man in that room looked at their partner and went, she's 14 there, you know? Yeah. And it's like, let's not talk about the fact she was 14. Yeah. When you were, no, the reason I brought up the, the Elvis thing is because there's a, there's a scene in the new movie where um, Elvis is like, he's, 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 he's famous. And this is the part where he's overworking himself to, to, to death. And, um, and, and he's, and he's, and he's, he says to his wife, did, did you find out about the, the girls that are coming through the back door? <laughs> like, <laughs> like It's quite a good impression though. Yeah, yeah, I didn't buy that at all. Oh, it was quite you, good though. Thank you. But like, did, did you feel like you were at Graceland? <laughs> oh, man, take me back, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. But, I mean, there's like he, he like Elvis is the only person I think that, that was like getting away with, with the, with you know, oh, before phones and stuff, he must have been playing up like it was nobody's business. Mm. If you're on tour in fucking Hawaii and the missus is back home in Memphis, with no no internet, yeah, I mean, as long as you don't catch something, play on. Yeah, he, yeah. he's fucking Elvis. Yeah, he's only human. Like they're they're literally chasing him down the street. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like you in comedy, really, isn't it? A I little think- bit. If if. Except instead of girls, it's twenty-one-year-old white guys. Andrew, um, Andrew. I'm twenty-six. Is Thank it, you. Nice. Thanks. His name, sorry, is it Dice Clay? Dice Clay, yeah. Who, who once famously said, uh, "It's not cheating if you're in another state." I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dangerous. Dude, I, I saw Dice Clay at the comedy store in LA, and um, he looked at this woman in the front row and goes, "Like, yeah, you're a Wednesday." Oh. <laughs> and she's like, "What does that mean?" And he goes, "He goes." You're you're too hot to take out on a Monday or a Tuesday, but you're not hot enough to to be a Friday or a Saturday. <laughs> you're a Wednesday, <laughs> and she's just like sitting there in the front row. She's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it was fucking That's wild. Fucking, it's a it's a dangerous dangerous game to play. Yeah, so I know. Do you, do you know about Dice Clay? Mm. So Dice Clay was like he put on this character right where he was basically being a Andrew Tate doing what Andrew Tate does, but like 30 years ago. And he did this in character of the, those kind of Italian men that were like, you know, all about, all about going out and sleeping with women. Mm. And he did this character and it became really popular to the point where it became like his entire identity and he would go up on stage and that's all he does. Like this, this yeah. version of being this, you know, sleazy, sleazy Italian dude. Yeah. But he would do like absolutely filthy comedy. Yeah. 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 Good comedy though? Yeah, he's like one of the greats. Yeah. Yeah, he was like doing stadiums and shit in the 80s. He was like yeah. iconic for a bit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Check him out. Is still, he, he still, still alive? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did this one special where he came out and he did like did a nursery rhyme and he's yeah. like, Mary, Mary, quack, uh, contrary, why's your pussy? 
so damn hairy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the first. That's the, the, now he's into these comedy specials. Yeah, great. And he would do all this weird shit where he'd like smoke a cigarette behind his back and stuff. Like he's just an absolute character. Yeah. Do you try and shock people early on when you go on stage? Like, uh, is the joke? It's not going past that line. That's the line. You know what I mean? No, the complete opposite. I try to soft launch him. Yeah. Okay. Like if I'm doing something a bit weird, um, or edgy, Ooh. as they say. I would do like uh, five minutes of like normal material mm. before I would do that because you want them. Um, if they like you, they'll go. F- they'll go with you long further. Yeah, yeah. yeah and if sure. they if like if if they like you and they know you're a good bloke from the first six minutes, yeah. And then you say, oh, what about these bloody trans kids playing sport? <laughs> They're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> then they go. Yeah. They'll go instead of being like you fucking piece of shit. They go. All right, we. They'll go. All right. Let's just hear what he has to say because. We've got the like we like this guy. Yeah, you, we, you, we know you've he's built, a good guy. You've built yeah. trust up with them. Yeah, you? you've built a bit of trust up. Yeah. Whereas if you just come out and they have no idea who you are, and you go, "Fuck these trans kids! What the hell?" Mm. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Room starts laughing at you. Yeah. So yeah, it's the complete opposite. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Some people, if like, I'm not a particularly like edgy comedian. Like, no. Yeah. I know I've been talking about this trans children. Yeah, I feel kid, like this transgender kid issues came up a few times though. Well, no, I, it just happened to me on Saturday yeah. night, so it's um fresh. But uh, like most of my material is not offensive or edgy yeah. in mm. any way, so it's not really an issue for me. But if some guys who are like do all dark humor, they might they might do like a really fucked one up top just to be like, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's what you know what I mean. Did. So yeah, some people would do that, but yeah. but not me personally. Mm. Well, because I was gonna say we when we saw Jim Jeffries at the like the end more. Yep. Came out, said his worst jokes at the start, like just. Yeah, the Holocaust joke three minutes in. Yeah, yep. came out swinging, and then yeah. and then it was like, okay, now we've heard the most crazy shit. Everything after that was to like. Yeah, but also that's because everyone in the theater likes him. Yeah. Mm. So like, if you're just performing for like a hundred strangers on a com- like a normal night, and none of them know who you are or are there to see you. You do have to sort of like build a relationship yeah. with them in that on the like on the spot. Mm. Whereas if you come out like and everyone there is like listen to like every episode of my podcast, they like get me yeah. on a they get around you. They get a, they get around me. Yeah. Name of the pod. You know what I mean? Was, so you get was, a bit more you, was, was really good yeah. that, <laughs> So you get a bit more, you know, get a bit more rope to play with because they know you're not a piece of shit. Mm. Yeah. Jim did this thing, right? Which yeah, I, I love the way you call him Jim. Yeah. <laughs> James. Yeah, yeah. James, come on. I was, uh, I was having a beer with Jim the other day. and uh, I, lo- I love Jim. Jim, Jim the best. He's anyway, so we're, we, we saw we're, when, we're with at the, when we were seeing Jim, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, there, there was this moment where this, there was like a heckler, right? And I felt bad for the heckler because – he went on like a 10 minute tangent and just like ripped on this guy and like went through this guy's whole life. And he's yeah, like, I seen him do that. And, and, and this guy looked like he was about to fucking cry and he's like right behind him. I... Thing. And he, he, he was like with it at the start. He's like, Oh yeah, Jim's ripping on me. Like, Oh, this is great. And by the end of it, he's like, it was murder. He committed yeah. murder. But you know what? I think that's planted like in the sense that so his bit in it is, he talks about Rob Schneider. Is it Rob Schneider? Yeah. Who, who's in the Adam Sandler films, you know, the, you can do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he yeah. says, oh, it's with me, mate. And he says his name. And he says, oh, you know, he's the you can do it guy. And then fucking, and then one guy went, you can do it. Oh, and yeah. then 
10 minutes was on that yeah. there. But I reckon that happens every oh, single night. Did, I did he do the thing where he lies on the ground? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw him do it in Newcastle. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah it's Jim, a get a new beer. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah. it's designed. It's it's so smart, that. But because all, people, someone's going to do it. Also, but then after that, no one else wants to yell at you. Okay. Yeah, well, true, there, there was true. this one guy who was on the other side of us, and he he'd, after this 10 minute fucking murder, yeah. and this, this one guy. Had must have had the biggest set of balls on this guy because he was just like ten, the ten minute finish. Bill, uh, like Jim, went back to his set, and uh, this one guy goes, "You can do it!" Like so loud that everybody in the theater heard it, and like Jim decided to ignore him. But I was like, "Man, you just watched this other guy get mm. absolutely slaughtered," and you're like, "Nah, it's my turn now." And I was like, "Fuck, fuck the balls!" Yeah, and that was Pato, was he? Yeah. <laughs> How did the, the snake thing start with Pat Doherty? Okay, so well, because first... even Hugh was calling him a fucking slivering snake the other week when yeah, nice we had in. Well, when you start a podcast, you don't realize that anyone's actually going to listen. Yep, this is a problem. So I was quite reckless in the early episodes, mm. and I started this running joke. Like, obviously, Pat's one of my best mates. I started this running joke that he's like an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> And he's, I, I was like, Pat Doherty, I referred to him as a snake dipped in oil, just mm. the slipperiest cunt on the planet. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I saw Pat Doherty beat the shit out of an orphan last week. <laughs> and um, there was one gig where Pat like had a go at a guy and he turned out to be disabled. So then I, that was on the pod. And Did that happen? Yeah, yeah. It's happened to me like twice oh, before as well. Man. Sometimes you don't know because it's dark and then, you know, the bloke's got no legs. It's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And he was sitting down. I was like, supposed to know? Yeah, there's a bit of that, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, has the job. And yeah. um, anyway, so then, so I'm saying this thing. Like, you, you wouldn't know if he was even just wearing jeans, would you? No, exactly. So if anything, it's, you know, throw a hand up next time, mate. But uh, do something. But um, put up a sign that says, I have no legs. <laughs> mm. That'd be handy. Um, but anyway, so on the podcast, I'm doing this thing. Oh, Pat Doherty's a piece of shit, all of this. Just like a little running joke. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it was all fun and games. And then when I did the Sydney Comedy Festival, it was like 150 people. And I go, oh, welcome to the stage. Pat's opening for me. And I go, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Pat Doherty, like on the back announce mic. Man, I've not heard boos like this in all my life. <laughs> like the abuse and the boos and people are hissing at him going like, you fucking piece of shit steak. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when I was like, oh, this might have got a bit out of hand. But um, I think Hugh is actively in Pat's DMs. Yeah, people messaging me like, with the snake emojis and stuff. Nice. And um, But now I think the boos are starting to subside a bit now. Yeah. Now, yeah. You, but there was like two Sydney comedy festivals where like he just got booed onto stage like, I wanna, aggressively. I want to ask you because Pat told me that he got you into comedy. Is this true? <laughs> Pat, 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 Mate, Pat, Pat told me. I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Pat, <laughs> Pat, 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 it's not looking Pat, good, lad. Pat was like, I, I told Billy to get into it. I met him in comedy. Like I was already doing it. If if you ask Pat, he, he invented the fucking comedy. Mate, like if you ask Pat, I was created Sydney from to his... surf or whatever the fucking goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you ask Pat, I was created from his like left rib, like yeah. a piece of shit. But um, no, Pat did not get me into comedy, but I met him pretty early on mm. and we became like mates because he ran a room in Manly and I lived in Manly. So 
Always been, always been friends. Always been buds. Did he yeah. get you your first gig at least? Maybe that was what he said. Uh, yeah, he gave he gave me some spots. I would say he gave me a lot of work early on. Yeah, he, yeah. he actually had a cigarette in his mouth and he said, "The kid owes it all to me." Yeah, yeah, there's a bit of that. I'll I'll let Pat have that mm. because of the um, aforementioned abuse I've introduced into his life. It's good though. You know, yeah, that might have yeah. been what you said, Pat. I'm sorry. Man, you're, quite a you're dude, busted. that's like uh, my fucking roommate Macca pulls that shit all the time. We were at this house party in Bondi, mm. and this girl comes up to me like so hot. Yeah, and she goes, um, "I was just talking to your friend Macca, so you're a comedian." I go, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. She goes, so the way he explains it, he writes the jokes and you perform them. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, that's I, good. And I just think, fucking hell, Macca, you that's piece good. of shit. He's telling everyone at the party he writes my jokes. Oh, that's my so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's like that, though. Like, um, I'll just, like, if, um, I was at the pub with him a couple of months ago. And then, like, I come over. He works in, like, fire safety. Yeah. Like, yeah. he installs, like, sprinklers and stuff. Oh, good on you, Macca. Yeah, great stuff, Macca. You know, keeping keeping us all safe. Sprinkling the truth around. Yes, yeah, he's not doing a bit of that. And um, <laughs> anyway, I come over and uh, I, these two. he's talking to these two girls. And I come back with the beers. And I just hear her say, oh, my God, you're a fireman? And I'm just <sighs> like, fuck. So, and then it's like, oh, here we go. So now, now Macca's a fireman. And I'm, like, mm. going in on this, you know. I'm probably a dolphin trainer or some shit. Yeah, like, you've got to have it. You've got to have it. Yeah. You're a cricketer? You're a professional yeah, cricketer? Yeah, professional cricketer, admin assistant, whatever works for you. That's babe, what but, always uh, worries me. You know, if like you bullshitted someone about a job and then like you became really good friends with them or like say like you were, you told that chick you're a lion tamer. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. you start seeing it and then you're like, fuck, I'm not a lion tamer. Well, yeah, and, I then always, you, and then you've got to become a lion tamer. Yeah. I always would just tell girls I was an admin assistant. Because when I was working an office job and a comedian at the same mm. time, if I said just comedian and then later on I was like, oh, yeah, I worked this office job during the day, it was, it was kind of like I was deceiving them a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd sold them a bit of a like, – I felt like I was kind of selling them a lie by being like, oh, I'm this big comedian. And then like three hours later being like, oh, I, I pay my rent with administration work. Yeah. You know, so I would just say I work in admin. It was easier. You know what I mean? Do you Just do you, back my personality. Do you now say yeah. I'm a podcaster? No, podcaster. I think the term podcaster is fucking it's gross. Funny. It's yeah. so funny. Like we were, uh, I was out in the Goldie yeah. with my mate Mamadou. Shout out Mamadou. Uh, and I was talking to, this, talking to these fellas and they were like, oh, what do you do? And I'm always like, oh, I'm a musician. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I do a podcast. And me mate went, it's not that cool, you know, do you? <laughs> he went, it's cool to see the musician. I went, okay. Yeah, definitely go yeah. musician. And, oh, do you do that like full time? No, I work in construction. Yeah. See that, that, and there it is. And that's it the is. moment I that's hate. That's the deceive. Yeah. That I've deceived the so world. So that's why I, I hate that moment. So I would just go admin. Yeah. And then I'm later on, if they're like, oh, wait, are you a stand-up comedian? That's like a little, that's a little bit of a treat. Yeah. You know? Now that's come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah well, the thing is like, if like, I, I will always want to keep my, like, I'm with you, Billy, on this. I want to keep my anonymity. Like, I don't want anybody to know what the, what I, what I do. Because if you tell me when you play music, right? I imagine it's the same for comedy. They're like, there'll be some guy that'll be there. He's like, oh. Play, play us a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell us, us a joke. joke. Tell right. us a joke, mate. Right. You yeah. think you're funny, mate. Like, yeah. Have you got a go-to joke if somebody says that to you? No, because I, I don't really do like one-liners and knock-knocks. Like yeah. I do like three-minute things. Yeah. But I always just say I'm off the clock or whatever. Um, I got this one joke that like kind of works as like a one-liner that I'll do sometimes. But only if people like fucking hassle me. I'm going to hassle you. Yeah. 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 All right, I'll do it. But – um. So this is like the only sort of one-liner I have that I'll tell to people at pubs. So 
Did you guys see recently that we had the first openly gay men's soccer player in the A-League? Yeah. It's a real thing six yeah, months ago. Yeah, yeah. The first openly gay men's soccer player. But a lot of people don't know the same week we had that, we also had the first openly straight women's player. <laughs> so just like a massive week for football, you know? <laughs> so that's like my only like that's one, all right. line, that's good. one liner type that's situation. Good. I can, that deals with people in the pub. Get yeah. Them. And, and also it's a bit like fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not like a joke joke. Yeah. You know? But if, if you're like a one-liner guy who can like pump him out, I would. Mm. You know yeah. who's the, like, in, who, in my mind, like, there's not many great one-liner guys. Like, Tom, Tom Wickham, I see him. Tom Wickham's like a, fucking yeah. hilarious, he's like a, he's like a one-liner guy. He's yeah. fucking, he's in London at the minute as well. He's doing shows yeah, in London. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's funny as fuck him, man. Yeah. Are there many? Are there on as well? Like, it feels like that's a bit of a dying art. Um... Mitch Hedberg was pretty good at it. Yeah. So Tom does that, like, he'll just do, like, the one joke and then do, the, like, just joke, 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 joke. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, I wouldn't say it's dying out. I don't know. Like, it's yeah. blokes that do it. It's sort of its own thing. It's a bit more American in style. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. But people that do it, like, um, there's this guy, Patrick Galamko, who, who's sort of like that. Mm. But it's just, like, guys who are really good joke writers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, what happened to theatrical like comedy? Because you know when you look back on like comedy greats <laughs> and you see like we were talking about this, you know, um, look at Sam Kinison, right? And yep. look at um, I always get like Robbie or Robin. Robin. So funny. Robin, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, so he always gets Robbie Williams and Robin Williams yeah, mixed oh, up. That's, right? that's, that's not good. And it's so funny because I don't understand how because the two very They're not different. even close. One from Stoke. The one was missed no, out. No, I, I don't get them mixed up in terms of what they look like. I just don't right. get them so, name when I say so the name. Robbie Williams was the comedian. Yeah, Robbie Williams, right? And like, you know how like the, the their performances when when you watch his performance, Robin Williams like, sang like the entertainer. It, it's like over the top and mm. and kind of this. You're saying like the physicality of it. Yeah, yeah, and even um, your your Scottish fella. Oh, Billy Connolly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like the the kinds of fiasco. Maybe there was a lot more cocaine in the seventies and eighties. I think there was. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I'm just gonna fucking go on stage and yeah, give it the beans. Yeah, I I don't know, but that sort of stuff like uh, like the more like yeah, more like a motive comedy. I'm trying to think of someone who does it in Australia. There's a guy who I seen. I can't Sam something. Sam Kepler or some Sam Campbell. Sam Campbell. I yeah, seen he's him. brilliant. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious as well. Yeah. He's, he's people like that, but I don't know. Like it's it's um when you do like a big act out or something, it's like awkward when it bombs. Yeah, that's why that comedy is so like entertaining because it's so like it's like high risk, high reward. Mm. And when you're doing like the corner of a pub to like twelve people, yeah, if you do like some huge act out pretending to be like a fucking tiger, and then like it just bombs, you just then you just get like standing there, yeah. like out of breath from being a tiger. Then you're like <laughs> then you're like one of those homeless people you encountered in yeah, America, exactly. yeah, fucking ah! twitching and shit. Ah! But yeah, I don't know. Like um, <laughs> Australian stand-up, I guess, is yeah. kind of just a bit like clubbier at the moment. People just sort of stand there and bang it out. Yeah. But um, no, like there's some physical comedians. Like Mickey D does like a lot of act-outs. There's a few, yeah. Mm. Right. I think we should start wrapping up anyway because I feel like we've had yeah, like yeah. fucking yeah. three How hours. How long have we done? It's been, been a bloody while. Oh, fucking nice. Yeah. 20 to four. Yeah. Bloody hell. Uh, Billy, yeah. have you got anything to promote? I do actually. I am doing a Brisbane encore show, September twenty two. 
And I'm on this uh, comedy tour called The Homecoming Tour. I've seen that. That looks absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's sick lineup. Uh, We're doing the whole East Coast, including like Coffs Harbour, Port Macquarie, Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, Newcastle, Sydney, everywhere in between. All that information is in my Instagram bio. Check it out. And my podcast is Get Around Me. Thank you. And that's that. Cheers, lads. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for Billy Darcy. Thank you for coming, man. Hugh's got a big hard on behind that camera. Go on, Hugh. Bash one out for me, you Bash fucking, one out, Hugh. You little slut, hey? <laughs> <laughs> you monster truck driving slut. Uh, thank you, everyone. All right, well done, Hamish. Right.